0: C-O, or find them on your Amazon Marketplace. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support of the books, of the podcast, of the merch store, of everything. It truly means the world to us. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The Hop Nerd Podcast is brought to you by Hop Nerd. University. Head on over to hopuniversity.org. That's hopuniversity.org. We offer on-demand and in-person hop training, speaking engagements, one-on-one coaching for safety professionals, and consultation to organizations for all things safety better. Again, head over to hopuniversity.org. ORG. Today's episode is also brought to you by Safety Sucks. The bullshit in the safety profession they don't tell you about a.k.a. my first book. You can pick up a copy over at safetysucks.net if you want a signed copy. It's also available on Amazon through Amazon Prime. You can get a Kindle version of that. You can also head over to Audible or iTunes and get an audiobook version. Again, today is brought to you by Safety Sucks. Head over to safetysucks.net or pick up a copy wherever you find books or audiobooks. <music> Hi, everybody. Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd, bringing you another episode of the Hop Nerd podcast coming to you from the beautiful and the sunny Hop Nerd studios in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. I hope you are doing super awesome wherever you find yourself because things are going amazing here. I hope all is well. I hope things are treating you well. I hope... That you are happy and loved and all that kind of stuff. Best wishes. How about that? Let's just put it like that. Today is super awesome because we have part two of Sheldon Primus. So I'm not going to uh, run my mouth too much. I'm just going to say make sure you head over and check Sheldon out on uh, LinkedIn. Make sure you head over to his website, all that kind of stuff. Make sure you go check him out on Teachable. He just has a lot of valuable stuff Out there. And as you know, we talk a lot about adding value. So make sure you go check out his stuff. Here we go. You, me, Sheldon, talking all things. Safety consulting.
1: Hey, I've been always wanted to ask you since you're the the nuclear guy and uh, and the hop nerd. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and I already told you when uh, when uh, when the shoes were flipped on the other side, and I was interviewing you that um, uh-huh. sometimes you know sixty forty, depending on on what the situation is, could be sixty forty hops, sixty forty VBS, <laughs> you know, just depending on the situation, but. um I have been really thinking about this whole COVID-19 thing. And I think that we are now in a uniquely challenging position where BBS and HOP are being combined or being challenged together at the same time because you have systems that you could put in place, but there's so much prevailing behaviors that need to be addressed that I think this whole situation could probably either unite the two or and create something new altogether, yeah. or you could really see the, the differences or the stark yeah. needs that needs to be met in either, either camp, you know, I hate yeah. to p- p- pit them against each other, no, but no, no. that seems well, to be are. the way that most people right. I mean, uh, think of it. So um, I, for you, what do you think? Is it, is, do you think, think that this is actually,
0: I, I think I, you're feels that something. way because I think that um, I'm, uh, I've said it several times that I think we have to move beyond this petty mud flinging stuff, right? At the end of the day, we're, we're all trying to make the world a better place to work. It's very polarized and I get it. It looks good on LinkedIn. You yeah. know, I, I I throw stuff out there all the time to kind of pick at scabs too sometimes just because it's fun. <laughs> like zero sucks. And then you get like this huge, massive, this <laughs> or like, or, or the one, the one, the one that you'll just one, just one liner. If you want to get a big reaction all accidents are not preventable, period. Boom. LinkedIn's on fire. Right. And they're going to say, don't absolutely. you mean, don't you mean incidents? <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're going to start this, this stupid conversation, right? Uh, so it's, good, it's good for some of that, but in the, in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not so good to your point. I think that there's, there is, uh, it's very polarizing. It's very fun to kind of look at that stuff and kind of join camps. You know, as people, we, 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 we we're very tribal, right? We want to be in this camp or that camp, and we want to fight mm-hmm. for our team, and that's just human nature. But yeah. I think that, that you're, you're, you're spot on. I think that, number one, I think that it made some folks realize uh, that, that adaptability is real, like you have to adapt, like just following the rules won't, won't protect you completely around COVID. Right. Because yeah. the rules that we had now don't work. Right. The world was completely different. We're going, okay. Um, what do we do? Right. So we're yeah. forced into some of that, that territory already in and around hop and some of those different things. But I really, really think that there is something there because you're exactly right. We have to understand that, As long as we're moving, I don't mean to get too rambly, as long as we're moving in, in the right direction around some of the behavioral based safety stuff. I think uh, I had Clive Lloyd on not too long ago and I really liked the way that he kind of beats up behavioral based safety around the old school kind of behaviorism, which Mm -hmm. is that, you know, if you're having, like, if you're having bad thoughts, I'm just going to tell you to stop having bad thoughts. And if you have them, I'll shock you. And then you won't have bad thoughts anymore. (laughs) You you just stop saying that you're having bad thoughts, right? It doesn't actually fix anything. And that's the way that a lot of kind of the, the, the old school behavior based safety kind of, Kind of went right. as so we'll just yeah. fix the behavior, and then we don't get deep enough into, into the actual um, place where the behavior comes from, right? The and then you get to zero, right? And then you get to zero, and everything's fine. We all high five, great. We do one of those like belly flop things, you know, and everything's everything's good, right? The end. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think that there is probably some hybrid, right? I think that you're probably starting to see some hybrids kind of get developed here. Because and I can't say who, I'll tell you after we get done recording. Um, right. get to <laughs> I've, that. I've, I've got I've got a I've got a behavior-based safety person that's coming on. I'm actually sitting down with them on Monday and having a chat about how the two can actually come together. Uh, from the Daniels camp. So I'll I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> but, so we're we're having they 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 have they have a phenomenal book. Man, I tried to get
1: you guys out. a scoop. <laughs>
0: they, they have a phenomenal book out. Um, but yeah, so it, will it'll be interesting because I think there is something there. And what really, what, what really made me a fan of this person, Sam's a fan of a behavior based safety person. Yeah, I am a fan of this person. Um, because when I was reading their book, they started into this place on observations and they started talking about how you can maybe change observations to get away from kind of the BS that observations have become and really start to focus on the systems that drive the behaviors, right? I'm like, okay, this person is talking hot now. So let's, 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 let's have this conversation because it, I think you can, right? I, th- I think that there's something there. I won't say it's in between either. So for me, the number one thing is that we live by, uh, I'm a firm believer in the hot principles. I really believe that if we live by those principles, that we see nothing but positive things in our
1: organization. Uh, basic five principles or are you, right. are you expanding it more?
0: No. So but really just, just the basic five principles. So if we start with that error is normal and blame fixes, nothing in context. Right? And, you know, the basic five hot principles for folks that don't know them. I think I've got one here. I would, I'm, I will see if I can do this. without knocking knock my books down. If you don't know them, you, Ooh, you should read nice. Todd Conklin's book right here. The five <laughs> principles of <laughs> human performance. There's a shameless plug for Todd. One of, one of yeah, my favorites. Uh, that's a that's an excellent book around those principles. But I think that if we start everything with those principles, as long as they're not counter to those principles, as long as we believe those principles through to our core, right? I think that other things aren't necessarily bad, right? I don't think that observations on, uh, I'll just use observations as an example, on face value, I don't think they're inherently evil or anything like mm-hmm. that. I don't even necessarily believe that zero is inherently evil or anything like that. I think a lot yeah. of that has to do with the, the way in which they're applied and the culture in which we immerse those things into dramatically influences how they function in organizations. Yeah. Right. So if you've got an organization that really believes that blame fixes stuff, of course things are going to get very pointed. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, that's if you have an organization exactly, if you have an organization that has the underlying belief or the underlying assumption that it's management's job to hold people to account, then you're probably going to feel you're probably going to find that that organization carries around a big stick and blames people. And no matter what you throw in there, it's going to become that way. Right. So, I think that that there was some bastardization of some of the traditional behavior-based safety approach. I think we even had some of this conversation,
1: but yeah, um, yeah, we did one on my podcast, right? There's, the, there's, there's, yeah. there's
0: some, there was some, there was so go back and listen to that and make sure you check out and I'll yeah, ask you, you about go. your podcast here in a second. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I think that there was some bastardization of that. And I think that there's some bits and pieces of behavior-based safety that is, is that it is just BS, right? That we probably need to drop that and move, just move past it. But I think that we're looking at a constant evolution of all of this stuff, right? At the end of the day, we're still talking about safety, yeah. right? We might be talking about 47 different camps and schools of thought, but at the end of the day, we're still trying to influence and make safety better. So I've even gotten away from even even saying safety differently or hop. I've just been saying safety better because we're really into that place of just trying to make things better. So that's Sam's really long-winded rambling answer to say yes don't I don't know exactly (laughs) what it looks like because there's there's a lot. There's absolutely a lot. People people that know me or listen, they know there's a lot in behavior based safety approaches that I just completely tune out from and just Uh disagree with. But I still think that there is some valuable stuff there. I'm not saying all of it's crap because it's not, right? Um, I think that there is some place as we grow into the future. I think we're just going to figure out what's useful and what's not.
1: Yeah. And I think and that's I think, probably
0: the bigger question. What's useful? What's not? What helps and what hurts? And that's really what we have to figure out.
1: And truly, from what I've been seeing, especially with this, we're getting so much information in real time as we get more and more understanding mm-hmm. of this virus itself that causes the COVID 19. So if you're putting this into the workplace and if you try to be strict, you know, hop, you're also going to miss some of the behaviors that people are yeah. exhibiting that would be you know hey I'm in this I'm in this car or truck going to my job site with two other workers I don't have my mask on while I'm in this job site you know that behavior is something that you may want to address but then also when you're looking at your system uh, if how can we do this better you know should we start bringing partitions between the driver and <laughs> the passenger right. seat or you know what do we have to do to, in order to do that so I think the challenge is right now is uh, how are we going to balance that between, you know, truly protecting people from this virus and then yeah. the behavior that says, well, my work partner is like family to me. So I don't right. wear my mask when I'm at home with my yeah. family. So right. why should I wear my mask next to this person? And that could contribute to spread, you know? So yeah. I think yeah. there's a there's something happening there. I can't there can't put my finger on it. What's going to come out of the the, the controls that we're going to see, but I think the s- systems behind the controls is going to be some sort of blending of behavioral based and hop because, you know, yeah. for any behavior is uh, trigger, thought, and then action, which is the behavior, right? So right. to trigger, thought, action that's why you know if you had those those problems with those uh i forgot what it was the wrappers that that ended up at your nightstand every night all right, of a sudden yeah. there's right. a trigger that lets the thought that says you know i could grab one of these wrappers and i could grab this candy and eat it and then exactly. uh, you know the behavior <laughs> so i think there's something going around and, and i, I believe so we're gonna we're gonna get that somehow when we get a system you know it's gonna be good what what comes out of this is gonna probably be good and it'll be uh Hybrid and some extra stuff, like you just said, that might be yeah. something completely yeah. different
0: yeah and that's that's really that 's really where I get to with a lot of that stuff is because I really believe that again, I think as long as we, we really focus on on what those core beliefs are around human organization performance, I, f- I found those to really be apparent truths. Right. And if we can really make those five principles the core of our organization, right, if we really shift our assumptions and everything else kind of starts to change. Mm -hmm. I think to your point, though, around around uh, like just behavior in general, right, as long as we start to see those behaviors as coming from somewhere, I think that's the really important shift for a lot of organizations because... For whatever reason, behavior-based safety was it was marketed very well, and it was sold as that easy button of look, you just fix people if you just do that, everything's fine, right? And it was yeah. it was that right. It was very it was a very quick kind of and and any true. Uh, I'm not even really getting into behaviorism, but just saying behavior-based safety. Um, some of the kind of key thought leaders around that space, any of them will tell you that that's that's not what they meant by a lot of this. Absolutely. And, And what any of them will tell you is much more kind of towards that hop, piece of things of going okay behavior comes from somewhere most people don't just choose to do things that we would classify as or label as stupid or dumb or that's it just not it just doesn't happen right um, yeah i do stuff all the time right because i'm a human and i'm dumb right I, that's that's what humans are right i'll i'm like oh this makes sense do to do to do, do and then almost cut off my hand right that's that's what <laughs> happens because we're people yeah. and understanding that that you know when we do that that it's not that Sam chose to like go out and you know slip and fall on this and just you know fall down <laughs> you know, that there's there's something there mm-hmm. right so and that's kind of the point that I was going to with with the, the mystery person I just don't like to jinx it so I won't I won't throw it out there because as soon as I say it as soon as I say it they will be like hey I have decided to cancel yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, but um, right. I think that that's a conversation that has to be had and I, I'll, I'll gladly admit That I do not know exactly what that looks like. I don't know exactly where we go. Um, I have some very deeply held beliefs around kind of where I think it should go. But I think it's a conversation that has to be had because it's counterproductive to be slinging mud and just talking crap about both sides and that's oh, kind of yeah. what happens right that's, yeah. that, to me that's I see a lot of that back to kind of the original point it's polarizing it's fun it's cool it makes for a really cool cool little, little snippet on LinkedIn you know yeah. And it's people just, throwing you know,
1: up some signs, BBS.
0: Right. <laughs> when well, then we get to get mad at each other. And then, <laughs> yeah. then you get the DMS of like, you hurt my feelings. I can't believe <laughs> I've got a couple yeah. of those. <laughs> oh out.
1: yeah. Yeah. That's definitely counter. And truly um, I teach a class and uh, it is from the Alliance safety council and the class mm-hmm. is certified occupational safety specialist. Mm-hmm. It's not my class. I'm just a contract instructor. So whenever I teach the BBS, uh, portion of it, because uh, it is a BBS-based uh, curriculum. And mm-hmm. when I do teach that portion, I always tell them I would be remiss if I don't tell you that uh, part of the system itself, if you follow it by this true design from Dr. Daniels, you know, you got to make sure that you're going to think of everything as being uh, the system can be a latent trigger that is that will get the behavior that the person's going to see. And then you have to think of the antecedent before the behavior and then the consequence after the behavior. So all those things kind of lead together. And if you don't know the antecedent is man, I don't have, you know, I'm, I'm putting my hand in this uh, trigger area because there's physically nowhere else to put my hands. <laughs> there's stuff <Right>. everywhere, <laughs> so well, even
0: even in the general, I, I really appreciate that you bring that up because even in general kind of BBS stuff, it's when you think that kind of general behavioralism ABC stuff. Most people in the behavior based safety camp have just sliced off the antecedent part. They're like, okay, we don't care. That's just a choice right and so yeah. it's very i think it's very important that you bring that up because it, we always have to understand that the behavior comes from somewhere right it's 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 a byproduct of the system it's usually a symptom of something that's happening within the system it's rarely going to be um and if it is, if it is just straight up sabotage malice or something, you probably need to call the police, not a safety person, Absolutely, right? You should call the cops. <laughs> you should, you, you yeah, shouldn't yeah, be yeah. calling any of us. But just understanding that, you know, is it a, it's, it's probably great to be like, hey, you don't do that. that you know, you're going to lose an arm. That's probably a good conversation to have with somebody. Yeah. But the, that conversation doesn't actually fix anything other than that one quick event. Right, you you can influence that person, but yeah. the, in all likelihood, whatever that person was doing, that we might categorize as at risk. Right, um, everything's at risk, but that's another conversation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> what what we—it's well, just I, your I risk tolerance, right? right? I
0: won't I won't open up that can <laughs> of <work>. but <laughs> we'll be here all night, Maybe you can get some, into some philosophical <laughs> stuff here, but that's you right. know, whatever right. that person was doing, people really aren't all that unique. Right, so whatever that person found themselves in that put that their arm at risk, somebody mm-hmm. else will probably find themselves in that exact same or similar situation, right? Or some, you, you know, you look at any of those situations. Yeah, right? it's it's usually not that that person just went, oh, do do to do, I'm just going to shove my arm <laughs> in here. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm know? not paying attention today. Let me go ahead and stuff <laughs> right, right. up.
0: Um, so I think that that's that's a really important conversation to have, though. Um, to kind of circle back to the main the main kind of point was that. Um we dove into a couple of different pieces of that, but I I really do. I'm
1: sorry. I hijacked your show. (laughs) No, I love this.
0: You, you, you listen, you know what, you know how this goes. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yes. (laughs) They, for for whatever reason, my, uh, my hop nerd family out there, they love this. This is what they like. They like to be the fly on the wall. Right. So they'll, they'll enjoy this one a lot. (laughs) Just rambling, talking about
1: everything. (laughs) Hop nerd family. Oh yes. (laughs) I like that a lot. Yes.
0: Yes, I think that there is going to have to be some serious, um, some, some thought put into that, you know, between these folks rather than just slinging mud. I think that yeah. there's going to be some come together at some point, right, where we we have some of that conversation. And look, there's folks that are entrenched on on either side of that that. Um, you know, you can you can apply this to the political spectrum that we find ourselves in nowadays. It's very similar. Oh, right? Yeah. Um, so close your eyes and imagine U.S. politics. Right. There's going to be folks that are entra- entrenched <laughs> on either side that just don't care. They don't care about anything other than. Yeah, the side, right. Um, but I think that there's going to be a vast majority of really um, thoughtful and forward thinking, say, to professionals that are just trying to find better. And mm-hmm. we're going to really learn from each other. Our approaches will probably still be a little different right? We'll probably yeah. still figure stuff out, but I think that there's stuff that we can learn from, from the folks in behavior-based safety. I think there's a lot of stuff that the folks in behavior-based safety can learn from us too. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that there's, it's that it's just going to be having that conversation. So that's why I think stuff like podcasts and all that stuff is super important because we get to kind of hammer out some of those thoughts and put it out, at least put it out into the world. Yeah. And, yeah. We um, get, get to, uh, about it.
1: we get to verbalize the things people are thinking yeah. <laughs> where, you know, you might see like someone who's, in, let's say, even like a, a conference or, you know, national safety conference or ASSP or something, and they get together in a little group and they start talking about stuff like a safety nerds will do, you know, truly in those situations, uh, this is, this is a way that you could have that conversation with your audience and then you'll get your responses. Do they email you or do they, how do they get a hold of you when they, um, when they have these questions? So what's the way that they normally do?
0: You mean for the like for the podcast?
1: Yeah, for your podcast listeners too. They like they'll usually drop me an
0: email or they'll most of it's LinkedIn. The vast majority of my stuff is through LinkedIn. So yeah, I'll hmm. throw out the email. I've got a text number too that I have like a sideline that hmm. that, uh, that folks will text to. So I get some text questions.
1: I'll get a little bit of this.
0: It, it, just wherever. It varies, but I would say about nine. Yeah, I would say about ninety percent is probably LinkedIn.
1: Okay. So, uh, truly, as you get those uh, responses back, that interaction back from everybody, as you're going through your LinkedIn feed and your messages, then, you know, they are... Responding and that's their way of of getting into the conversation too, and that could right. even open up more uh, podcast episodes when you start right, exactly. thinking about those things.
0: Exactly. Well, and speaking of which, you do podcasting too, so we didn't really get around to that podcasting. So I'm, 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 that's I'm, right. Yeah. You know, I, it's funny because I always tell people this. I'm like, I forget that I podcast. Nowadays.
1: I know. <laughs> it's
0: become such. A, it's become such a part of me, right? Yeah. That I just forget that this is like probably the main thing that I do. Yeah,
1: and I'm not like most people. I I truly interviewed my next episode, (laughs) like do Monday episodes, and I just got that interview in uh, yesterday. Yeah. I am so late (laughs) with all my interviews. There's people that have interviews up, and I don't know where you are in your schedule, but some people have them up, you know, a month, two months ahead. Yeah. And that's great. I
0: got in trouble. Uh, I won't say I got in trouble. Jay actually gave me some really good advice because when I was first starting to do this, I was just excited. Uh Yeah. Right. And I was and I was looking at the stats and um, for Jay Allen, for those folks that, that don't know who I'm talking about, everybody knows the king of all safety media, right? There uh, I go. know. Hashtag.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you'll like that one, but that's awesome. <laughs> I,
0: I, I keep I keep throwing it at him and he's eventually going to have to accept it. Yeah, because so he's a
1: fan. So yeah, maybe. I,
0: I, I that's why I give him all the time. I hashtag him and that all the time. So he probably all hates right. it, but I'm going to keep gonna throwing gonna it at him. I'm going to have that. So it's going to be it.
1: both of us going <laughs> out <now> to <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so, so I started. I started kind of that same place because when I first started, I'm like, okay. I don't want to, what is it? Most podcasts end under however many episodes, right? So yeah, whatever think, that number uh, was. Six
1: like, or something.
0: Like six or seven episodes. So the first thing I did was I recorded like 15 episodes. I'm like, so I know Ooh. I'm going to beat that one, right? So <laughs> out, right out of the gate. And then I don't know, I got paranoid. I think most podcasters probably do at some point you go into this weird like paranoid kind of like, wait, what if I run out of this? What if I don't have this? And then I'm, I'm like you now, I'm getting to the point to where I'm, I'm cutting it much closer just mm-hmm. because um, um, circling back to Jay's input, which was was absolutely a godsend, it was it was it was a great great uh, great pro tip. It's just that if I if I schedule stuff out too far, it just gets too stale, right? It really yeah. just for me it gets too stale. Things aren't you know so the about the farthest I'll go um, for mine at least, and I have a lot that go two parter. So you usually get a person that's on like a Monday and a Friday. So my schedule yeah. is three. I'm pumping out about three a week right now.
1: Three a week. Ooh, yeah, so I end up production based.
0: Trying, man, I end up, I end up with, a, trying, <laughs> end up with a, a, a full Monday episode, a full Friday episode, and a little mini one in, on Wednesdays right now. Yeah, so nice. that might change. I tell people this all the time that I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I don't make promises. If I feel like I need to bring it down to one every two weeks, I will. You know, based off of, based off the of quality. But it's been good, so everything's still been going good. So I'm going to keep keep pumping them out. You know, as I can. That's right. But I had to do that, so I ended up doing that because I had like three months worth of a backlog and if i didn't Insane. you know I'll, I'll just be done for the year <laughs> yeah no kidding
1: yeah i'm uh i think i'm like episode seventy four, seventy five, or something and i'm about a year and a half in uh so almost a year and a half not even a year and a half in but truly i knew that my my target market is micro targeted there's not you know, a lot of people that are I actually, I may be the only one that has a show specifically for safety consulting. I don't think think I've ever heard of another one.
0: Well, and that's, that's what I found so interesting about your stuff is that, that it is right. You, 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 you can tune in and you have that very specific, that very specific topic. And I think that's awesome, right? Because no one else is providing that information, right? You can go out and, and um, because you have, you have classes, right? Also on, on safety. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I do,
1: blueprint, right? Yeah, do the blueprint. I'm actually doing a blueprint live in July, the day That's after awesome. my birthday, a three day one. So basically, that one, you know, here's my plug, right?
0: <laughs> no, I was gonna say, is there, if, if there's room in that one, you should throw out how to how can people sign yeah. up
1: for that. Well, basically, go to SheldonPrimus.com backslash live, and it's uh, the safety consultant blueprint live. So uh, what happens is I'm going to have those people who are either current students or who want to actually get into the course, they get the course. And what I'm going to do is they're going to get the course as soon as they register and then uh, they get started. And then those three days that we're going to work together, it is work. We're going to sit and I'm going to show you how to do your marketing and we're going to truly, you know, I'm going to tell you, put up a tab. <laughs> you're yeah. typing this in right now and we're going to, we're going to work your business for three That's days so straight cool. yeah. and it's going to all on zoom. So that it's a, uh, but I'm only going to do it with 15 people. Cause I can't, I can't do that with more than 15 or else no one, I can't give everyone that personal attention. Right. So I can only do it with 15 people is going to be three days and we are going to uh, teach you the principles that we went through the book and you're going to do self-paced with that. But, uh, any questions they have are going to answer it. Uh, I'm going to do real time uh, activities so we could get that's your awesome. business. We'll write those letters that your emails that you want to send out to potential clients or We'll look up who are going to be the target people that you should market to all yeah. within that week.
0: That's awesome. I mean, that's so cool. three and that's, days. And that's, that's kind of what I was saying is because that just doesn't, you know, you go out, you can find out, you know, you can find these courses on how to be some general consultant, right? But it's not the same, right? We're, we're talking in the health and safety and specific, there's specific challenges that we face,
1: specific Absolutely.
0: things that we need to understand. And that's just phenomenal. I, again, I, I love it. I love it because anytime that you have somebody that really finds that, that spot right and they really just you know you bring together the knowledge and wisdom that you have to that that those folks that need it and yeah. it's just cool i'm just a nerd for something like i just think it's yeah
1: cool. it doesn't help but, my numbers cuz i'm not i'm never going to get the numbers of of other people with listeners because my listeners that find me are going to be there for a specific reason but you know if i were to tell you hey sam i'm going to uh send you out to a book tour of every single college in you know in pre-COVID-19, pre-Armageddon. And then, you know, and it's filled with all these people in there and you could talk to them about your book, or I'm going to send you on a very targeted book tour of, you know, maybe 40 people each time you go in there, but these 40 people are ready to buy your services. They're ready to be hop university, uh, you know, people that want to get into your university, yeah. you're probably going to want to do the smaller venue because yeah, exactly those are people right. yeah. ready. And yeah. surely my numbers won't be as high as other shows, but the people that follow me, they yeah. need it. That's what I'm those are the people I want to help.
0: Well, that's what I'm going to say. You could, you can, it's kind of back to similar to as we were talking about with, uh, with some of the online advertisement, right? We're just kind of shifting the model to more of an in-person model. when we're talking about that, right? If you have yep. a thousand people, if none of them are interested in what you do, it's not going to matter. <laughs>
1: You wasted your time. You just gave would, them a business card. Right.
0: You'd, you'd rather you'd rather have ten versus the one thousand if those ten are super interested in what you yeah. got going on, right?
1: Absolutely. So that means what what that turns out to be is a, is something we call conversion rate. Yep. So your conversion yep. rate becomes a little bit higher mm-hmm. uh, than just talking to a whole bunch of people that you may only get 10% out of a hundred. So 10 people. So your conversion rate, 10%. But now if you're talking to, you know, Ten people and ten buy it because they're really interested. You got a hundred percent conversion rate. Right. I'll take that exactly. every day.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Please. Yes. Please. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it just makes more sense uh, for me to do it this way, and that's why I targeted the podcast that way. And I got you know super niche down. And if you mm-hmm. talk to Jay Allen once, I said. I said, I'm gonna change my name. I'm just gonna go ahead and Jay's like, all right, dummy, what are you doing here? <laughs> and he was he didn't say it that way. You know how he is. Yeah, He's really yeah. cool about how he, he presents everything in such a, a nice formal way and you know, makes it where you could, you know, get to the right conclusion yeah. without him throwing it at you. Right. Uh, so yeah. and I was like, Yeah, that's absolutely right. And that was probably like twenty episodes in, so I was like I was almost off the fence and then I was truly like I I'm, I'm in this and another thing he yeah. told me is if you're going to do a podcast and do a show and it's your show just make it your show talk about what interests you so some yeah. episodes like I got a music episode all the music except uh, one song out there is my own produced music from when That's I used to awesome. be a DJ so um and Right now, I'm still producing my own music, so I, I produce my own music. I did one for uh, J Safety Justice League. They don't use it yet, but I, I sent them one because I got inspired, and I just produced some songs for them. That's and cool. uh, So I did a music episode. It was one of my early ones, I believe, like episode 20 or something, or yeah. maybe even in the teens, and I just played my songs. I'm like, that's, that's, it, yeah. it's nothing to do about safety consulting, but... It's fun to me, <laughs>
0: but it's that right. I think it's that it's the it's the fun part, it's the fun factor. it's the passion. people feel that right, and I, I think that that um, no matter what we're talking about, whether they're talking about the podcasting whether they're talking about the business element of it, no, no, whatever we're talking about here um but podcasts in particular because they're they're such an intimate experience that you have with your listeners anyways, right mm-hmm. and so to to for them to really feel that you're passionate about a subject, they can tell if you're faking it. Right. Yeah, they yes. can tell really quick if there's like okay he didn't he wasn't on on that one, right? Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah, that one I, I could I could phoned it in. I could hear the notes coming through in that one real heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know when 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 they feel that you know you throw out that music episode as an example, people can tune in. They're like oh he likes music. This is cool. I like this. I can tell that this is fun for him. This is I like this. Or you know yeah. when I when I get into some of those the more passionate episodes I've had, honestly for me too. Uh, I think most of us find ourselves in this position because when you're podcasting and you're, you're doing kind of all the stuff that we do um, between not only being a safety professional or a consultant and doing that kind of side of it, but then you get into this piece of it, which is more, um, dare I say, artsy fartsy, right? As yeah. we kind of, as we kind of get into this side of it, we can we, t- we tend to get kind of passionate about very particular things. And those episodes where I've gotten super passionate have been the ones where I'm like, I don't know, this might be too, much right and I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Kind of, I kind of get i kind of hold back a second i have to go like sleep on it it's like one of those emails that you write you know when you when you're like okay i'm yes. to step away from this before i send it because i, I might regret yeah, yeah. it don't send, you know?
1: send yet but right, right. i'm but gonna you know, not delete it
0: you know, right what i found what i found with those episodes those super passionate episodes when i've actually released those those have been the ones i've got the most positive feedback from The the positive ones, the fun ones, the ones where you just get to, you know, so I I totally agree. I think there's a really, really important piece there that it's easy to try to be what you think the audience would want you to be when really you just have to focus on being you. That's that's the biggest advice that I give to anybody that asks me about podcasting. I'm like, because they, they talk about this and that and okay, do I need to write this down? Do I need to script this? Do I need, I'm just like, just be you. And if you throw your, if you, if you genuinely throw yourself out there and the stuff that you like, the stuff that you enjoy, you talk about the stuff that you're passionate about, people are going to pick up on that and they're going to appreciate it. They absolutely will appreciate it.
1: And it makes for a better product too, because you're into it. And I could tell you're into it, like you said, but then when you get done, you don't feel like you, you're completely wore out. It's kind of fun. You had fun with it. You laughed with it. I'm kind of goofy in my own podcast and, you know, crack myself up sometimes, you know, (laughs) so it's fun.
0: And that's what I've got. I've kind of the same. I've gotten to where like, you know, you know, you start off and you're very, you know, you're very like, okay, I'm going to, uh, Make this perfect. And it's gonna, I'm not going to have any mess ups. So I'm going to, you know, if I mess up, I'm going to re-record it. And you just get to the point yeah. where you're like, you know, for me, I'll I'll misspeak I'll be like, wait, hold on a second, let me back up and let me just re- just re-say that. <laughs> you know, just just even even just for lack of editing, just because I'm lazy. But yeah, yeah, just and the can, realness, the the realness comes through. Yeah, so I'm actually I...
1: sorry about that because you're going to have to edit out my breaths and all that. <laughs>
0: oh no, t- so I won't, I won't.
1: <laughs> 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 That's going to take forever because I do that on every of my episodes. I have, <laughs> something you know that i'm just you know maybe yeah. it's the, the fat boy in me uh, <laughs> that my breathing so therefore i gotta i gotta you get and it's constant and it's so funny when you po- do your own podcast episodes i don't know or editing i should say i don't know if it is for you i see the wavelengths and i could tell this is a breath and i could silence that yeah. wavelength and i could actually see when something happens and Mm -hmm. I could look at the wavelength then I could tell Oh, let me go back here I need to listen to this because the wavelength looks different it doesn't look like my normal pattern of speech
0: well so so much of that is interesting because you kind of master that right you kind of start to figure mm -hmm. that out and I don't even mean like so uh, by no means am I calling myself an audio master so no please no somebody's gonna take that out of context right that's not what I'm saying here (laughs) (laughs) so here here comes Sam calling himself an audio master But but just just in and around just the stuff that you do, kind kind of really your uh, your workflow with this stuff, right? You just kind of yeah. become a master of that. Because I'm the same. I'm like I can look at stuff and go, "Yep, I can slice right here." I don't even have to have headphones on half the time, and I can kind of almost Absolutely. half edit it. And that's what I was just thinking about that today because I do these I do these little uh, these little stupid daily video things, you know, that I just throw up me on the on a the exercise bike usually, you know, just talking about random crap. And you know, I, I edit those in in Adobe in Adobe Premiere. And I remember when I first got Adobe Premiere, my head exploded. I'm like, what the heck is this? I don't even know what I'm looking at. Because, you know, anybody that plays around in Adobe stuff, you know, oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking I about use adi- I use I uh, use
1: Adobe Audition.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, the first time you open it up, you're like, what is going on? <laughs> right? Nothing yeah. is where I think it should be. And nothing has any, any letters on it. What, what's the symbol I know, mean? And it yeah. makes sense after <laughs> yeah. you learn it. After you learn it. Exactly. And that was kind of my point. It's kind of circling back to something that we said right at the beginning is that, you know, um, that stuff, right? You, you just kind of get an idea to do something and then you go and you figure it out and you kind of bumble and mumble through it and you kind of figure it out. And then eventually you kind of sort of master it, right? You yeah. eventually get to the point to where I remember the first time I made, I'll pick on those videos I was just talking about. I remember the first one of those videos I pumped out, it was like a four minute long video and it took me like three hours to make this <laughs> stupid thing, right? And I'm like, it's four minutes, right? And then so I, 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 very specifically got to the point where I was like okay I'm gonna do no editing on it I'm gonna make it in black and white so the the lighting and all this stuff doesn't matter as much right I'm gonna do it very in a very specific way so I can just go boom because if I'm gonna do this every day I'm gonna make it easy or I'm gonna get lazy back to talking about human nature and behavior <laughs> if I don't yeah. make it easy I'm going I'm, I'm, yeah, going to stop. I'm just not gonna do it I'm just not gonna do it right but I think that that's a really important takeaway that people can, can really get on, you know, get on board with is that, and I tell people this all the time because I've got a lot of friends that are, are that, uh, that personality type that is, you know, I'm going to overanalyze everything. I'm going to think everything through to the point to where I just don't do anything. Right? Yes. And there's something to be said. And I get it. I'm, this, this is, my approach is not always the right approach. But for me, I found that jumping off the cliff Seems to work best. If I jump yep. off, in, if I jump off the cliff, I found out that about ninety percent of the time, if not more, I can figure this stuff out. Yeah. And especially yeah. in today's world, because you know the cool thing is, is that there's YouTube and there's podcasts and Professor there's folks YouTube. out there, right? And there's folks out there that have awesome classes that teach yeah. awesome classes. There's stuff like Teachable, right? You're on Teachable too. I am. Right. There's stuff like Teachable and all these other places where you can go out and learn this stuff too. Um, talk about some awesome, awesome Adobe classes out there, right? They're out there. You can find them. You can find free versions. You can find paid versions. There's all kinds of different stuff out there. Uh, in this in in this kind of world that we find ourselves in, where you can learn how to do this stuff
1: really 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 quick, and it goes a long way. As soon as you as soon as you learn it and you retain it, then that becomes a valuable service for you. And especially if you're bootstrapping, because when you first get started in this, any business, really, you want to make sure overheads low. So yeah. the best way to keep overhead low at first is to make sure that you get somebody to teach you or you get uh, where you learn yourself and then eventually you're going to get to the point. I remember my dad told me once when I said, oh, hey, Dad, man, we've just been getting so busy and uh, I just got so much that I, I got to keep on doing. And But uh, I love that the work is coming. And then yeah. he says, Sheldon, you can't be a small business forever if you want to yeah. grow. And I was like, That's wow. That was really powerful. It's yeah, it's insightful because at some point you're going to have to either uh, sub it out, and I use Upwork's when I do that, Mm -hmm. or sometimes you're going to end up having to hire one person as a 1099 or W two employee to help you with some things and build from there. You know, so that comes later. But figuring it out and just jumping into it is is one of the best ways to just do it. Because some people like seeing that raw and real. It's yeah. just something that's endearing to them when they see you kind of figure it out, and they're like, "Oh, he's just like me," well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it 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 yeah. goes to you know, man, bless his heart. <laughs> it goes to <laughs> yeah, that liking yeah, feeling, yeah. right? You yeah, know, yeah, they get yeah. to see you, and they're like, "Oh, well, I'm glad that you know, he's not that perfect, produced stuff. Bless his little right. heart. He's doing yeah. something." <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, that that's a, that that term is so near and dear to my heart growing up, in- in rural virginia bless your yeah. heart
1: yeah that's usually <laughs> that's someone <the laughs> nicest
0: way that i can insult you
1: <laughs> that's exactly right that's exactly how it goes you know i'm in florida and yeah. you see someone that bless just, your uh, heart like,
0: darling dumbest dirt
1: and you're like oh just blesses heart. <laughs> that one or god love it yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <hell> or, <laughs> so good he's handsome. So good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least he's handsome. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the other one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when With you the, hear that, you're like, oh, oh,
0: what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? There's, yeah, there's, there's so much value to that. Just going out and figuring that stuff. out. And to your point, I think that, that is something that people, you know, you do have to consider. I, I love that. I love that piece of advice that you're just talking about because that that's so that's so powerful. You, know, you can't be a small business forever, right? At some point, you're going to have to become a little bit bigger business. Right? If yeah. You, if you if that's what you're focused on,
1: and yeah, at some point, you know, at,
0: at some point when you're first starting, all that stuff, being able to do all of that because it's it's just your time at that point it's just really that sweat equity right you're just pouring in nope. all that time and just just doing that but then at some point at some point your time becomes so valuable that it makes sense to pay someone else to maybe do some of that right
1: yeah and that's what it breaks down to cuz i Oh, on on my course and my podcast and everything I do, I tell people what I make. I don't mind. It's just part of of my way of making sure that I, I let them know that you know it's a real person. So mm-hmm. if I were to work out right now, my going rate is right around the uh, two seventy five to three twenty five an hour. Mm-hmm. And if I need to work on you know the five minute episode that you had to do on video and takes three hours, right. I'm literally losing, You're you losing, know, yeah. what, $700 for yep. doing it myself. Right. <laughs> so right. I, I don't want to do that. So right, I'm exactly. going to hire somebody that could do it and probably, uh, I'll give you a good example. I used Upworks because I had um, a WordPress page that was driving me nuts. And I was on this WordPress page for a long time. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I can't figure this thing out. I put a little uh, message on Upwork.com, which used to be Elance. And I said, this is what I'm looking for. And, uh, this kid from Romania picked it up and, uh, I think I listed it for 50 bucks and I just made him uh, a authorized user on my GoDaddy account. Mm-hmm. He logs in, he does the work and like maybe three hours max his yeah. time uh he just woke up in the middle of the night started looking at what i gave him and said oh yeah i know what this is and he recodes things and three yeah. hours later he was done and here i was about you know two days three days at this and he took him three hours i sent i think it was like 50 bucks i i uh, had the contract i threw in an extra 50 and i said yeah. thank you <laughs> you saved me a lot of time a lot of money <laughs> you know and you gotta think that some people that you charge like um you know, I remember when I first got started, I believe I was, um, it's been a while, sorry, not no, to be pretentious no, in anything, no, 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 but I, I think I was, um, I was like 150 an hour, I think it was, because if you're your own boss, then truly you have to think of your own insurance and all that. Exactly. So it's not, yeah. it's not that I get all that without paying anything else no, So exactly. I'm yeah. paying other things, but you yeah. Know, I remember at one point I was saying, well, yes, I need market value, but I also have to think of what am I worth? What am I willing to, to, uh, what are people willing to pay for me? And I had to learn that lesson too, Mm -hmm. because that again boils into the formula of how much time am I willing to spend on different things? And that equals money. It's tangible money. So if I now have to figure out you know the shortcuts to make it work, then I'm actually saving myself money right. in doing that. Right. And uh, if you're starting your own business, you are it. <laughs> so you got to yeah. think in those terms. So I know yeah. whatever hours you put into help university, you know you're you're better off because you're actually currently working for someone too. So yeah. this is coming from your free time, uh, exactly. but. That's a lot of hours that you put in to get that yeah. thing going, to get each yeah. of those course and modules going. So, mm-hmm. you know, the value, or I should say the return in investment needs to be there or else you would right. have wasted your time.
0: Right. Well, and the great thing, and that's what I, I, I love to steer people towards, kind of the joys of automation, right? I think it's, I think it's great in the world mm-hmm. that we live in because… Um, that's that's one of the great things that I that, that was that was some of um, not to get too deep into Hop University, but that was some of the original thought process. Like with Hop University, was the fact that once you create that, it's it's there, right? Yeah. It's back to you know the the process from actually signing up and doing the on demand stuff through Hop University. It's it's all automated, right? So once you, you for sure, right when you think about building the website. Um, when, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there like I'm, I'm cringing now thinking about the amount of time I spent sitting there building this website. Um, but, but, uh, once you invest all that massive chunk of time, other than just kind of general maintenance, which like you said, there's amazing stuff out there like Upwork and all this other stuff that you can actually pay people to, to handle some of that maintenance for you. Um, other than that, it's, it's kind of similar to the teachable model, right? Once you actually get your kind of stuff built and kind of put out into the world, it uh, yeah. almost becomes very passive, right? There's, there's not a lot of Absolutely. me having to sit there with my fingers in it, trying to really mess with it, um, other than maybe like, you know, some questions, some Q&A here and there and trying to, you know, hey, I don't know how to log into this and you have to send them like, a, you know, so oh, just yes. so, just some really, really kind of basic <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Um, but that's the one thing that I really like about that. I think it's to your point kind of before um, where my mind is always at is trying to, similar to what you're saying, trying to avoid kind of the hills and valleys, right. To where it's, it's a lot of this can be either feast or famine. And mm-hmm. if you have some stuff floating out there, like teachable and you have some stuff floating out there, like for me, fortunately, you know, kind of, kind of working on Hoppy University and having some stuff that's more passive. Um, hopefully the goal for people out there would be to get that to where that's almost like a baseline. Absolutely. And then, then hopefully you can get those kind of big, Those big kind of windfalls, right? The big booms. Boom. boom, And that's where the marketing,
1: the target marketing comes in play. Exactly. Yeah. So once you, the, the key is you do the work, you sacrifice the time and you make sure that, you know, you compensate your family and your partners Mm -hmm. when they give you that time. And, you know, you say, all right, take the baby and give me two hours and I'll be done. You know, make sure you're not playing Fortnite or anything like that. You're actually doing the work (laughs) and then it becomes paid. It pays have, off for itself afterwards I have to say so
0: I, I just I just released an episode today with my friend Ian Allison he was actually the first person that came here and hung out in the studio with me because Ooh, we both nice. had we, we had both had COVID tests within the last week so we're like we're going to do this now
1: oh yeah yeah <laughs> right
0: so <laughs> I actually have um, I'm looking at it right here because I've got my monitor right here my camera's got off so it's weird so I'm looking at you right here okay That's so like right below so the podcast people are going insane right now but right below <laughs> right below my monitor, I have TV that I use for these interviews. Uh, Right below that, I I I don't play Fortnite. I've got a Nintendo 64. Oh, old school. And I've I've got Duke Nukem 64 in it right now. It's it's looking at so if I wanna, if I wanna like, if I wanna go like full lazy mode, I've got like a little couch over here too. I can wheel around the TV and Uh, I can sit here and I I've got DK64. I've got Duke Nukem 64 and I think I've got Goldeneye, 007 Goldeneye, over oh, here as well right now. That's awesome. So, yeah, so I go I go
1: old school when it goes to
0: I've got an that old Xbox awesome. I need to bring in at some point, but yeah, <laughs> that'd be great.
1: We should do like a like like a, a safety FM family um uh oh, game where it's like that'd a game be night. So cool. <laughs>
0: that would be so like so like yeah, that would be oh give me ideas now. We're gonna we have to call him Jay.
1: Jay well, Jay, first... <laughs> Jay. This is <laughs> <laughs> First, we need our jam session. I, I got right. I, I have no more calluses, so I, I gotta go. start working yeah, on my calluses. Yeah. We're gonna have to make uh, it happen. I, I got the soft hands now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we had to make it happen. I fortunately built up some of mine over over the uh, the lockdowns. That's that's part of the. That's one of the tools I use to not go insane.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how do I uh, work with my my right hand? Is my strum hand? Uh, what kind of fingering techniques do you have for that? When you're when because I I want to lose my pick and start working a little bit on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any techniques for that?
0: So I've i never been into too much of kind of like the finger picking type of stuff, but I'll tell you I have started to a little bit on guitar now because I just started to learn how to play banjo. Ooh! So I picked up. There's uh, if you go to I, I like so I like guitar center like all that stuff, but I've always been this big fan of musicians friends. So I don't know if you're familiar. Oh, yeah with yeah, oh, yeah. I love musicians friends. Yeah,
1: I got a I've, bunch of drum stuff from there.
0: Yeah, I bought from them for like ever. I just always yeah, yeah. liked them. I've always, I've always liked the way their customer service and stuff. And they had a really smoking deal on this, like little recording king banjo, right? And I grew up in Appalachia. I actually played in a bluegrass band for quite a while too. Oh, nice! And kind of more, more kind of folksy, bluegrassy kind of stuff, not like traditional bluegrass. Uh,
1: Bella Fleck uh, and Affleck tones.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> so for me, think think more like think more like um, kind of like old crow medicine show. Okay. kind of style if you're familiar with them some it's kind of that right kind of that style and um but I never really learned banjo I had a six-string banjo which is tuned like a guitar which is super easy because I play guitar yeah. but then I, I picked up a standard uh, five-string banjo and I just started learning how to play it and so yeah so if you want to like get some finger speed mm-hmm pick up a banjo. And because that's the, that's the first thing I back, back to, uh, back to uh, uh, YouTube university.
1: You know, yeah. I'm just sitting there <laughs> learning, YouTube. Lear,
0: right. I'm back here learning just like these, these different finger patterns and stuff, just, just from YouTube. Right. And just watching. And, you know, I have a little bit of an aptitude for it because I, I just play guitar for so long and I play guitar mm-hmm. and bass and kind of other string instruments, you know, and I was just like, okay, I can learn this. But, I'm, I was never used, I was used to doing stuff with this hand. I wasn't used to doing all this with this yeah. hand, right? Again, but my podcast folks are going insane.
1: They're going crazy. Yeah, <laughs> left hand is what he's got going on. And he's doing I'm, doing, his I'm doing spirit fingers right now.
0: All I do with my left
1: hand are bars. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> the bars and cords. That's so, it. yeah,
0: that's <laughs> the only thing that I would say because I've, I've just never really got into it. But just playing with the banjo, it's forced me to, I, I pick up a guitar and I kind of start doing, doing some finger picking with it just yeah. because I've just been doing it with the banjo for so long. I, I sense
1: a good trade good. coming. Maybe drum lessons for guitar lessons.
0: There we go. We might have to do it. We'll make it happen. You just <laughs> <Yeah>. say when. <laughs> so let me ask you this. How can, uh, how can people find you? you? We've talked about, you've got the podcast, which, which is everywhere, right? It's pretty much anywhere that you find podcasts. It is. And it's the safety consultant podcast, right?
1: Yeah, I believe it's like Safety Consultant Podcast with Sheldon Primus, if I remember right. And truly, um, I meant to just say Safety Consultant Podcast, but somehow it wouldn't let me write podcast twice. Oh. So uh, Jay came up with that. Well, why not that safety consultant with Sheldon Primus? I was like, all right. So yeah. I, uh, that's it. And it's on uh, safetyconsultantpodcast.com. I got that. nice. And, uh, and then uh, sheldonprimus.com. Oh, I saw that domain name. Just strike your your brain right there. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, so,
0: I, no, we, we talked about this before. Yeah, but we did. But listening I saw that to book. you and Jay start talking about, start, I do this like every week now. But I, I do this like every week where I'm like I'll start s i am like i will start I start searching. Domain names. I'm like, ooh, ooh yeah, ooh. constant, and I've got to stop myself because I'm serious. Like at, at at the end of the year or whatever it is, I'm just going to like have no money.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I I have weaned myself off. I am under a hundred. Finally,
0: there you go. <laughs> so, just but, so, uh, it's just so tempting because you know really at is. some point you know that you're going to have to sell some of them.
1: Well, getyourname.com because that's where yeah. people define find me, Sheldonprimus.com. Mm-hmm. So you definitely need your first last name.com. Yeah.
0: I had, I had to buy up a bunch of those around mine, similar to mine, certain, mm. certain levels of mine, because my name is kind of common, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have to say that, um, I was just, as we were driving over here, I was just sitting there telling him, I was like, I love Sheldon's last name. It's like the coolest last <laughs> name ever. So, and I, I do some money, but that's what I was going to say. I, the first thing that comes to mind when I hear Primus is I hear that, don't 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 I oh, think yeah, Jerry was a race car driver, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And I think about that
1: intro bass <laughs> At line, least it's like not the, Winova, the Winona. Right,
0: right. right. Probably the best bass player of all time, right? Yeah, yeah. If <laughs> we, we, we want to get honest. Awesome.
1: <laughs> no, actually, the best player would be, Um, you need to look up Bella Flake and the Fleck Tones. He's a banjo player, yeah. and he's a jazz banjo player, but his bass, this is Victor Wooten, is amazing. And you can look up Victor Wooten, Amazing Grace. It's just him <laughs> doing a bass solo of Amazing Grace, the man is—I uh, don't know if you remember Stanley Jordan, who guitarist. He used to—he used to play strumming his left hand on the fret, as well as strumming alternately oh, the right I hand so, and yeah. playing like if he had two, like two yeah, sets of hands at the same time. Yeah. Uh, so Victor Wooten's done that with the bass, but Bellafelic wow. is one of those guys that do that. But uh, truly, Primus—they owe me some money. less Claypool some money. Uh, so I need insane. some money out of less...
0: You need to and you need to be getting those royalty checks. No kidding. <laughs> <So that's cool. laughs> if you
1: listen to um, Primus has a version of um, Charlie Daniel uh band Devil uh Go- Devil Goes Down to yeah, Georgia. Heard that. That's yeah. an excellent one with banjo. Yeah. If you're getting into that yeah. as well.
0: Also, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. If I'm a Primus fan, so I just, am too. Anything that's unique like that, I just like it. Just, it just it's it's it's. Not only the level of talent within that group, but it was so of them. off the wall, unique yeah. and just different. They're just like as soon as it comes on, you're like, What? Wait a second, what 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 is that? <laughs> Have you heard
1: Oyster Head yet?
0: I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Okay. Well, Oysterhead is a is a supergroup, and it's a supergroup uh, that is made up of Les Claypool, Stuart Copeland of the Police, and Trey Aniston from Fish. Oh, so cool. they only got together one summer just for fun, and they created one album because everybody wanting it. it was called The Grand Picking Order, and they only made that one album. They got together for the summer, and that was it. They were done. Let's and they got out. together yeah. again in um, in 2020 as a reunion when Primus went on tour and they got two or three concerts in and then COVID hit, so they couldn't uh, continue. But the only, if you get your hands on a album of the grand pecking order, it's about $300. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and because they only came out with one and it's a super group with, uh, with less uh, Stuart Copeland and Trey Aniston together. It's amazing. And they're, all they did is just jam. It was it was only a jam band. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. So you, oh, look him at so cool. Oyster Head. Check that out. I'm excited now. Let's tune in. Yeah, yeah. I'll see your Nirvana shirt. That'll go great with that.
0: Yeah, man. I'm I'm all over the place. That's what. Uh, that's the one thing. I'll I'll listen to everything. I like everything. If it's good, it's good. You know.
1: Come on. Just Everyone says stuff. everything, but truly, if I were to drop something on you, you like, eh. I don't know about don't know. that one. You no, know? if
0: if like if like if I listen to it, I'm if it doesn't click with me, I'm a very like I have to feel music. You know what I mean? Opera. I, I have to feel it. Uh, I mean, if I'm listening to it, <laughs> for sure. Like, I couldn't tell you anything about opera. Like, I mean, yeah, I'll just yeah, throw yeah. that out there right now. I couldn't tell you one opera performer. Like, I, could, I just couldn't. But I'm that kind of person. If I hear it and I start to get, I start to get like the little goosebump bump things. Yeah, or, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? That's when I tune into music for me. So there's stuff that I listen to that, I mean, again, my Spotify playlist is like, boom, boom. Like, it, it's, it's all over the place. <laughs> from Marley to Primus exactly (laughs) and everything in between and then dead center, you have Ralph Stanley or something you know because something
1: really wild (laughs) well that's awesome (laughs) you know it sounds like you got one of those um uh like for me, you know, being a drummer, I, I get influenced by all different styles. Mm-hmm. So so see, there I go. Alienating your audience again. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I hijacked your show one more time. You know, nope, to kick I like, me it. Out, I like it. I like it. I like it.
0: So people can so to, to get us kind of back on track, man. because I'll back talk music. I'll, I'll talk music all night long. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, just FYI. <laughs>
1: Okay, so well, I guess so I had to tell them my podcast, safetyconsultantpodcast.com. You, you, podcast, you got the
0: website.
1: Sheldonprimus.com right? and okay. sheldonprimus.com backslash live is where you can actually um, sign up and register. Only 15, though. I uh, already got some registrations on that one, so you may have to act fast because it's July 28th, 29th, and 30th if the show mm. airs by then. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we'll but be, that's gonna be, be up by then. Uh, That's going to be the live one. So basically I'm going to go through the the actual course and then we will go through it together and I'm going to answer your specific questions and we're going to launch your business together. And truly every day we're going to be working it. Not just you listening to me on Zoom. It's going to be us together actually doing this so it will be your business when you get done with these three days that you will have everything that you need to to get yourself going it's a jump that's start
0: awesome. that's <laughs> awesome that, that's awesome because it's really yeah it's such yeah that's so cool because again there's there's folks out there that will uh that will try to say these kind of just like general consulting classes and not saying they're bad i'm sure there's a lot of great classes out there but just hearing, just hearing what you're putting out there, man, that sounds so valuable to people.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm a specialist. I'm just thinking safety consultant, then it's principles of consulting. You need that, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to help you. We're going to do a proposal. We'll physically write out a proposal. I'm going to show you how to find your target market and we'll actually look it up for you specifically. And then we're also going to find how to advertise for yourself. And then also we're going to go ahead and see how you could start your own Facebook, LinkedIn groups and get, Get your business going as best you can by being a a, a voice in the industry. That's and so cool. That's that's how we're going to do it.
0: Well, that's that's again, to so talk value, man. I mean, that's 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 like a class, a clinic, a business incubator. That's like everything all together. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, business are, people, incubator. People are going to like dig that one. Yeah, that, that's that's like
1: Silicon Valley.
0: Yeah, right there. There you go. You're gonna you're gonna get them all pointed in the right direction, man. That's cool. I love it. That's that's awesome. Let so me ask it. you this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this because this is always, this is, I, I don't know, however, this happened, it happened, but um, it is what it is. There's no word mm-hmm. of wisdom for today. Um, but I always have this one question that I have to ask everybody. Yes. And so, for the folks that are out there, any final words, any last words, <laughs> anything for, you know, my audience, <laughs> is mostly hot nerds and safety professionals and some leaders. Uh, any, any words of wisdom for those safety pros out there or folks, you know, that are maybe thinking about going out and, and, you know, doing this thing on their own or, you know, they're, they're putting their, putting their toes into the water a little bit or anything just in general, anything on your heart that you'd like to share with folks, any final words for those people?
1: Yeah. I uh, always say, thank you for, for asking. I always say, um, stick with the basics and then understand what you don't know. (laughs) So truly that means self-education. Yes. But if you get to a question and you don't have the answer, you have to get it by either a mentor. You're going to have to get it by asking people that currently are doing whatever job or whatever it is. And then you might have to self-educate, you know, professional Google. Yeah, sure. It's not going to give you a degree, but it's going to give you the information you need right now. And uh, also, I would uh, branch out to say, with safety and health, identify the hazards as best as you can. Get everyone's brain into it to identify the hazards, and then as you're selecting your controls, you know, just truly select the controls. Plan how you're going to institute these controls. Do the whole plan, do, check, act system where you're going to make sure this thing works. If it doesn't work, go back to the drawing board. Don't stick to your guns and say, I'm going to push this thing that's dead and it's not going to work. <laughs> you can let it go. <laughs> let it go. And then just, you know, re re-evaluate and do it again. Don't be scared of doing it. So that's a bunch of things at once, but that's, that's it. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Well, I, I know people are going to love today. There's so much, so much value packed in today and just so many little little pearls of wisdom and pro tips and stuff that, again, especially for uh, for my audience of safety folks out there, hopefully, you know, for me, I, I hope that it, it uh, perks up some ears and folks going, you yeah, know, maybe that might be something I could do. That's All a good right. thing. I think that's that's a good thing, man. That's it's and again, check out that class. That sounds like it's gonna be super awesome. So I thank you once again for
1: coming on, man. Thanks. I mean,
0: this has been a blast, dude.
1: I loved it. Thank you, man. <laughs> it's been awesome. Sam, you rock.
0: I like it. I love it. I gotta have more of it. It's it's just awesome. Right. I got I've got to say I just love spending time with Sheldon. He's just awesome. Ton of info. And again, there's so much just so much knowledge he crammed into these past two episodes. Um, and I th- hopefully, we gave you a little bit of variety. I mean, we talked about everything from music to safety consulting to Primus, the band, and Primus, the last name, and <laughs> everything else. So, I know that you liked it, I know that you loved it, I know that you got to have more of it. So, I know that I'll end up, uh, Talking to Sheldon more on the podcast. I just got a feeling that uh, that we'll have Mister Prime is back at some point. So that's all I've got. Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye.